0: It's summertime in the Carolinas, and that means people are getting outside. Many are spending time at the beach, the lake, the pool. Many others are doing yard work, gardening, or hitting the rivers and ponds for some fishing. It's a great time to be here and to be outdoors. But something to be wary about while doing all of these fun summer activities is the sun. Welcome everyone. I'm Bill Bartee on the Carolina Outdoors alongside Bill barty It's Wes Lawson. There he
1: is. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Bill, when we get outside, you know, sunscreen is kind
0: of one of those things a lot of us forget about until it's too late. Well, that's right. You know, outdoor pursuits really help with the creation of sunscreens and being outdoors. I don't know if you know this. You're, you're a wise owl about history, but the ancient civilizations of Greece, Egypt, and others used different plants to help prevent sun damage to their skin. So thousands of years ago, paste made from zinc oxides, ground bark, olive oils, rice, and spices, just depending on where in the world these ancient people lived, um, have been popular for skin protection. So the first synthetics, of course, we know about that in our outdoor realm, but the first synthetic sunscreens were introduced in the late 1920s. The commercial marketing of sunscreens began in the mid-1930s, but it wasn't until the Austrian chemist Franz Greider in the late 40s introduced the Glacier cream that's glacier cream in austria <laughs> after receiving a burn on the mountain pits Buin, where he had allegedly received a severe sunburn so he came back and began working on it he's also one of the creators of spf wow. sun protection factor which has become a worldwide standard for measuring measuring the effectiveness of sunscreen, so uh, that initial one that he came up with, the Gletscher cream—that's my Austrian—supposedly um, uh, had an SPF of two. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to continue the conversation about sunscreens. We're going to bring on our friend. She is an account executive with Stream to Stream to C. They are reef-safe, biodegradable products that protect us from the sun. We're going to learn from her about sunscreen and how much it's changed. Kat, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
0: Well, it's great to have you. Safe. and you. Uh, We're not going to make you tell us about sunscreen the past 1,000 years at all. A lot has changed over the past, I don't know, few decades, past 50 years for sure a lot's changed. Um, Will you help educate us a little bit about what SPF, I just mentioned it, sun protection factor is. What is that?
2: Um, so what you're what you're looking for is something that is broad spectrum that's going to um, offer protection for both UVA and UVB rays. Um, UVB rays are, are the ones that cause those awful sunburns. Um, so you want to be protecting yourself against that.
0: In SPF ratings, um, well, we'll just stick to stream to see what are, I guess some of the choices I do know that I think it stops at 50 but you correct me if I'm wrong especially in the the United States I think they have some uh, rules on how high we can rate the SPF but what's stream to see's range of SPF protection
2: that's a great question a lot of people are misled they believe that if they have a sunscreen that you know says 50 100 percent on the the bottle that they're getting more protection and that's really not the case there's uh, for example an spf 20 and an spf 30 there's only a two percent difference in protection as well as an spf 30 from a 30 to a 50 is is again only a two percent difference in protection so really only you only need like a 30 and just apply the way it's um you know supposed to be applied what's written on the bottle um, actually, the FDA also called for a ban on sunscreens that state an um, SPF greater than 50, calling it misleading. That's not yet enforced, but we hope to see that soon.
1: And so, with Stream to See sunscreen in particular, this is a mineral sunscreen, which is different from other styles out there. What's what's the benefit of a mineral sunscreen versus a non-mineral?
2: So you always want to use a mineral-based sunscreen. You do not ever want to put a chemical-based sunscreen on your skin. It has horrible effects, um, human effects, and that's not a stream-to-see opinion. That is a scientific study um, you know, that I can share with you guys. But the difference is a mineral sunscreen is going to reflect the sun rays as opposed to a chemical sunscreen – all of those chemicals and those ingredients is going to absorb into your body. Um, and then you would ask yourself, where are those UV rays going if it's, if it's going into your body? Well, it's turning into free radicals, and everyone knows that that could be cancer-causing. So um, skin cancer is on the rise, and a lot of people are wondering why, because they were using sunscreen. You have to avoid chemical-based sunscreen. You don't want that, those chemicals
1: in your body. And the mineral sunscreen isn't absorbed through the, the skin's barrier layer. It's, it sits on the outside there. And so that way you're It you're, is
2: not. It reflects. So it sits on the top of the skin. Um, it's generally going to be a little bit white. Hours, we like to think that it's a lot less white than other, you know, like lifeguards back in the day, the white on their nose. I mean, it's improved quite a bit since that time, but um, it is a little bit white. It sits on top of the skin, so it will never absorb into your body.
0: Hey, speaking of white, talk to us about skin pigmentation. Some of us have a lighter skin, um, more sun-sensitive skin than other people, some darker-complected people. Um, you, you know, um, are automatically darker, how important is it to wear sunscreen for, for everyone? Whether you're a dark-skinned person, a light-skinned person, sun-sensitive or not, is it still equally important for all of us to protect for uh, not just uh, the cancers, melanomas and basal cells and all that stuff, but also just um, wrinkles and aging?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Sunscreen is a wonderful, wonderful tool to avoid skin aging and then uh, also uh, you know, skin cancer. Um, but it's important no matter the shade of your skin uh, to be wearing sunscreen. I'm, again, I'm no doctor. But what we do know is um, everybody is, is capable of, of getting skin cancer. And a person with a darker Complexion, darker skin, um, it's going to hide it a little bit better. So you may go undiagnosed, which is scary. So everyone should be wearing sunscreen. We
1: well, you know we sometimes on this show and in our store, Jesse Brown's Outdoors talk a lot about not just wearing s- sunscreen, but also we call them sun shirts or fishing shirts that have that good UPF rating as well. If I've got on one of those shirts, do I still need to be putting on sunscreen? How, does, how do we kind of balance those out so we can still be outside enjoying the day but not worried about a sunburn or skin cancer?
2: That's another really great question. At Stream to Sea, we actually we recommend hats um, and rash guards, anything that's you know long sleeve clothing to protect you, and then to use sunscreen on the exposed areas, you know your ears, your face. But if you can help it um, by covering and protecting your body with, with hats, sunglasses, and, and something that's long sleeve, it's much better. You, you know, much better for us and the environment
0: if you're just joining us here on the carolina outdoors our guest kat miller from stream to sea talking to us wes lawson bill Barty about sunscreen and sun protection water resistant sunscreens we were talking earlier in the introduction about the development of them water resistance came along in the 1970s late 1970s and also lengthening the protection time That has also expanded over the last few decades. Another thing that's changed in recent years is environmental awareness. Now, why would you think sunscreens and environmental awareness would come in uh, the same conversation? But in the recent years, Palu, in fact, was the first country uh, to ban sun cream that was harmful to corals and sea life, Hawaii, the state of Hawaii, uh, banned the commercial sale of sunscreens containing um, bad things in them. It's kicked off this year. That's what you do, Wes, when you don't know how to pronounce the words. Uh, chemical, <laughs> sun, chemical sunscreens. Chemical sunscreens. That's right. The ban applicable to sale within the state and the sunscreen products. Um I guess, Kat, will you talk to us about that and where Stream to Sea falls in not just its uh, uh, environmental consciousness, but also the minerals and products that are involved in the manufacturing of uh, Stream to Sea sunscreens?
2: Absolutely. So sunscreen, it's it's a finicky business because there's so many misconceptions. If you go to a store right now, Just about every bottle of sunscreen will say something to the effect of, I'm reef safe, or I'm oxybenzone free, or I'm aquatic safe. Um, And it's really misleading. You have to flip that bottle over and look at those ingredients for yourself and know your ingredients. And you can actually find all of that on our website if you needed to. But, And I'm going to explain to you why. There is no such thing as a quote-unquote uh, reef-safe regulation. So anybody, any sunscreen company can claim to be reef-safe, um, whether they are or not. So stream to c is actually the only known sunscreen and personal and body care company in the world that is tested and proven safe not just for us, but for the aquatic environment. So for saltwater fish, freshwater fish, coral larvae, which is the most delicate infant baby of our coral reef. Um, and that testing is huge. That testing is very important because if how can you claim something is safe if it's never been tested? So um, that, that is what makes stream to sea super unique. And even if you don't live near the reef or you're not visiting the reef while you're wearing your sunscreen, I can assure you, you affect the reef. And the reef affects you because 85% of the oxygen we breathe comes from coral reef and ocean plants. So it has to be protected. And about 50% of the world's reef has died. Um, so, to your point, Bill, when you were discussing the different bands uh, in Palau that was the first and Hawaii Virgin islands they're they're popping up everywhere. They did have one in the key, in the keys, Key West Florida, but I think that was um, that's changed now. but um, when they're doing studies in these areas where they've implemented this ban, they are noticing that the marine life is returning, and the um, aquatic life is flourishing again so while we can't really, can I mean, there's a lot of reasons why the the reef is dying, and some of which is out of our control. We can't control all of it. We can control what we use on our body, and that's going to ultimately save our reefs and provide us with more oxygen and marine life. What? Millions of species of aquatic life relies on our reefs.
0: Well, that's the, the and that's a macro worldview. Uh, you know, uh, coral reef and, and that effect. What about switching gears? And of course, at Jesse Brown's, where we have stream to sea products, we also have a lot of equipment and customers coming in fishing line, fly line, fly reels, fly rods, any kind of gear and equipment. Um, What's the sunscreen effect on that type of stuff, damaging it, especially uh, stream to sea?
2: No effect on the equipment whatsoever. Uh, Super, super safe. Um, if you're if you're not if you're working with live bait um, and you're using a chemical sunscreen, you put it on your hands, you handle your bait fish, and they're going to die. They're going to die because it's harmful to the aquatic life. So they're going to, and if they don't die, they're they're going to become sluggish, and it's just it's going to be pointless for you. So using a mineral sunscreen that's safe for them is is going to help you out and not affect you.
1: Or they're going to be ingested by the game species, and then. You're going to eat that, and you're going to ingest it. So it's not good anyway around. Now, Great point. I do want to ask a question about one of the products that we've had a lot of success with at the store, and it's the Sun and Sting Relief Gel. And if you're like me, you either get a surprise sunburn or a sting of some variety. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen to me is how I feel about this stuff. And this really is kind of magical. But can you talk about this pure antioxidant protection in the Sun and Sting Relief Gel?
2: Yes, it's my favorite product, and and it's not a biased opinion. It's just, it's really the most amazing, magical product I've ever used. It never leaves my bag. I wear String to See sunscreen, so I don't experience sunburns, but should you have a sunburn or any kind of sting, a stove burn, an insect bite, it's magical, instant relief. And it does have powerful antioxidants like every product in our line that's going to promote healing as opposed to just masking that sting like, you know, like a regular aloe product. It's also not sticky. I mean, but I've never seen anything like it. The second it goes on my skin, on any kind of irritation, gone.
1: Magic. It really does feel great, but I like one of the things on here it says also use after exposure to sun to minimize peeling. So we've already taken care Mm -hmm. of ourselves earlier, but now we can kind of. We wanted to strut our stuff and show off that sunburn, or that sun tan, not a sunburn. You know, this is a good thing for that. But it really is pretty right stuff, and we do see those sitting side by side on the shelves for our customers. It's great. It's great stuff.
2: I, our packaging. Our packaging is made of sugarcane resin instead of petroleum plastic, So we really try to cover everything. We're protecting people, planet, and our waters.
0: Her so name, just Kat speak. Miller i don't want to call you the sun goddess from florida but you know all about the sun and stream to see products protecting us from that sun available at jesse brown's and also you can learn more about all the things they have going on at stream the number two c s e a dot cat thank you so much for coming on to the carolina outdoors and sharing your wisdom
2: thank you we appreciate you guys
0: Thank you much. Off she goes, and we're going to take a quick break. Wes Lawson, Bill Barty, the outdoor guys from Jesse Browns.